Mousellanious, where we'll discuss everything Disney, from the parks to the movies and everything in between, with a special Disney recipe every week. This week we're talking about Haunted Mansion trivia. And now on to the news. Walt Disney World's theme park reservation system, the Disney Park Pass, has now been extended officially into 2022. The system, which was introduced to manage capacity for the reopening of Walt Disney World, following the COVID shutdown, now has availability through January 14th, 2022. The previous latest date before this was September 26, 2021. Into some happier news, All-Star Movies has a scheduled reopening date on February 9th, 2021. Hopefully they took some time to clean out some of those rooms or maybe just do something nice with them because they're not that good. <laughs> and we finally found out an end date for the Epcot Modified Food and Wine Festival, and it will be ending November 22nd, 2020. Beginning shortly after on November 27th, Epcot will celebrate highlights from the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. And the Epcot, onto even more news, because this one I think we're going to be there for, Epcot brings back iFarts on January 8th, 2021. For those of you who don't know what iFarts are, that's the International Festival of the Arts. A taste of Epcot's international festivals of the arts will include over 15 food studios, so they're not calling them booths anymore, serving culinary art all around World Showcase, diverse work of Disney and other invited artists on display with marketplaces and encircling World Showcase Lagoon, special photo locations scattered throughout the park, paint-by-number mural that serves as a collaborative art project for all, performances by favorite Epcot musical artists like Mariachi Cobre and the Jaminator, Jaminators, Scavenger hunt as you search your figment around World Showcase Festival exclusive merchandise. Unfortunately, the popular Broadway concert series is not part of the plans at this time. The festival will run from January 8th to February 22nd, 2021. We're not going to be there for this. Oh, no, we didn't. We miss it. Oh, wow. Look at that. We miss it by a lot. I forgot. <laughs> I, I, I'm so used to, like, I think there's a race that I have to be running in January or February because that was last year. That was this year. And, I mean, I'm not surprised about the Broadway concert thing, though, because yeah, mm, New York is, is being a little crazy. So the rumor is that Tron Light Cycle Run looks like it will miss its originally planned 2021 opening at the Magic Kingdom and will instead move to a 2022 opening. Boo. Yeah. I'm not surprised, though. A source who was involved in the supply chain for the construction of the coaster says that construction came to a halt at the end of the year and will not resume until October 2021. So the plan is to complete the exterior canopies prior to the halt in construction, which will at least provide a visually clean sightline at the back of Tomorrowland. Numerous factors have contributed to the likely delay in opening. Construction came to complete halt during the initial COVID-19 outbreak. And although it has resumed, COVID-19 physical spacing for workers has greatly reduced the numbers of people on site. Disney is also seeking to minimize expenditure during this time and would like to see a return to a more stable financial picture. So Disney has filed a new permit for mole work on the harmonious barge infrastructure in World Showcase Lagoon at Epcot. The permit is for installation of anchors to provide additional mooring for center barge and will be carried out by Fender Marine. Much like Reflections of Earth, Harmonious will make use of barges to power the video, water, and pyrotechnic effects. All new barges are in the process of being built backstage and considerable work has been needed in the lagoon to accommodate the new hardware. I haven't even seen the Epcot Forever show. Uh, let alone. Nobody's quite sure if it's even coming back at this point. Yeah. And there's some new discounts coming up. You can save 35% off 
selected Disney Resort rooms in early 2021. And this is from January 3rd to April 17th. And this is the steal you can book through March 15th, 2021. You can modify or cancel your reservation with extra flexibility through April 30th, 2021. And important details are additional per adult charges may apply, more than two adults per room at the value moderate, moderate deluxe and studios at Disney Deluxe Villa Resorts. Advanced reservations required cannot be combined with any other promotion. Offer excludes your three-bedroom villas, campsites, cabins, Copper Creek and cabins, wilderness lodge and bungalows, the poly bungalows. Valid admission and a park reservation are required to enjoy the theme parks and special events. And Disney Resort Hotel reopening dates are subject to change. And for Florida residents, you can save up to 35% for their magical start. Florida residents can save 35% on your rooms from January 3rd, April 17th. Uh, you can also cancel your reservation by April 30th, and it's basically the same rules I said above, but and you need your proof of Florida residency required at check-in as well. And that's it for the news. <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow news week. And this week, since Halloween is coming up, we thought we would do something fun and talk about the Haunted Mansion today. And I we just found different facts. We want to talk about our favorite facts, trivia, whatnot. And the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland opened on August 9th, 1969, and the Walt Disney World one opened on October 1st, 1971. Uh, most people know this fact, but there's a difference between the Disneyland and the Disney World attractions for the... What's the room called? <laughs> Stretching room? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it depends on your location for the stretching room. As with the Pirates of the Caribbean, and this, it's your their space strapped in California, obviously, so they have to figure out different ways to transport the guests to the actual attraction. And the chamber is actually an elevator that takes guests to an underground passageway, which leads to the show building in Disneyland Paris Phantom Manor, uses the same concept. In Florida and Tokyo versions, however, they have spaces in the issue, so the ride building is directly behind that area. And in the stretching room, the ceiling rises and the guests remain on the same level, but in California, you're in an elevator. As a lot of us also really already know, there was an actual real Madame Leota. So it's actually based off of Imagineer Leota tombs. She was the actress dispensing the disembodied incantations, although another actual character actress actress avoids huh, another character actress recorded the voice parts. After she died, um, Imagineers needed to update and added some new film, and they actually used Madame Leota's daughter, or Kim Irvine, who also works for WDI and bears a strong resemblance to her seer-saying mother. Which is kind of very, very cool. Yeah. I... It's my favorite and... scene in Haunted Mansion. And I want to say Little Leota is actually Madame Leota. I think you're correct. The new Leota in the ball that goes up, to, yeah. up and down is not. No. So over at Disneyland, there is a character known as a Hepbox ghost that briefly appeared when the ride first opened. 
and Disney removed him because the effect wasn't working properly. But in 2015, 46 years after the ride opened, Imagineers unveiled a new Hatbox Ghost as part of Disneyland's 60th anniversary diamond celebration. And we got to see him when he was brand new. I love the Hatbox Ghost. It is very cool. It's very popular. Yes, it was broken down a couple times our last trip, but they always seem to fix it, at least. I think it's a hard um, illusion to keep up. And although people of a certain age think Orson Welles is the ghost host in the Disneyland and Walt Disney World versions of the Haunted Mansion, the voice actor is Paul Fries. He was also the voice of Ludwig von Drake, the Pillsbury Doughboy, and Boris, oh, Badenov. I know Boris and Rocky and Bullwinkle, That's who it but... Is. Yeah. Yeah. You could just That's say Boris and Badenov. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, speaking of the voices... If you look in the graveyard, you have a very distinctive person in that. It is the baritone voice of Thurl Ravenscroft. He's best known for the voice of Tony the Tiger. They're great. Um, he also sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, in the television version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. In one of the Haunted Mansion's earlier drafts, Walt Disney himself recorded the narration for the attraction. It was eventually scrapped for today's ghost host version, but it would have been wonderful and fitting to have Walt's voice connected with the classic e-ticket ride. I don't know, it would have been weird, though. I would have liked to hear it. Yeah. I've heard it, but his voice is not very, I don't think of I wonder if they have it in a vault somewhere. I'm sure sure they have to. Because he doesn't throw anything out. The Gracie family depicted in the film that we should not talk about is a nod to Disney Imagineer Yale Gracie, who is an animator and mechanical genius. He had a hand in developing many of the Haunted Mansion's illusions, including the Leota effect that brings Madame Leota to life in the seance room. Did you hear they're working on another live action for that? Yes. Um, There's been multiple rumors and multiple people attached to that movie. At one point, I want to sell Guillermo del Toro was originally. Yeah, I remember that rumor. (laughs) So, I mean, I I think it's going to have a problem with the plot just for the simple reason that the attraction itself doesn't really have a plot and everybody kind of made one up for it. So it's a little bit difficult. So and this i wasn't sure of and i'm pretty sure i haven't heard it before but grim grinning goats has been remade a few times but there's a version of the that the bare naked ladies did and it's a one minute and 43 second song now on a 1996 album titled disney music from the park i have to look for if that i now. can I find it i'll that. put it at the end of the episode yeah i don't think i've ever heard <laughs> it. i've never heard of it so the grand ballroom is one of the Haunted Mansion's most head-scratching illusions is actually one of the least sophisticated. In the grand ballroom scene, ghosts fade in and out of view as they dine at a long banquet table and dance around the pipe organ. Startling in its realism, the illusion is based on Pepper's ghost effect popularized in the 1800s. The props in the room are real. The ghosts are images of animatronic characters reflected in the glass in front of the scene. When guests ride by in their dune buggies, both the reflected images and the room visible through the glass merge into one scene. The part that we shall not name uses a version of this effect <laughs> for attractions including Fast and the Furious, Supercharged, and Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. <laughs> it was very popular with magicians and yes, illusionists in the early 1800s. It still works to this day. 
And the seance circle and graveyard scene, Madame Leota, the disembodied spirit in the crystal ball, it's also a relatively simple yet wildly effective illusion. Inside the ball is a three-dimensional bust of Leota. Projected onto the white bust are brief film sequences of Leota reciting her incantations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> her incantations. When viewed together, the effect is quite astonishing. The same concept is used to animate the singing busts in the graveyard scene and the tiny ghosts that bids farewell at the very end of the attraction. By the way, the singing group that voices the Phantom Five singing bus is the Mellow Men. So, the Hitchhiking Ghost at the end of the ride also uses a similar Pepper's Ghost illusion, but it's kind of different because the ghosts are actually behind the glass and the guest faces are reflected in the mirror and we've all seen that but it's the same type of illusion as before the other thing that i want to mention though is that if you ever notice in the dancing scene in the ballroom scene the women are actually leading the dance and that's because when they filmed it they didn't re think about the whole Reverse. reflective glass oh yeah reflection <laughs> makes it backwards so so the concept for the Haunted Mansion changed a couple times throughout its inception. It was originally meant to be a walkthrough and a boat ride attraction through an old plantation house in the bayou was also considered. Imagineer Raleigh Crump had concept art for the idea to give it an almost sideshow element with a museum of the weird. And later that artwork would become the inspiration for the famous chair and with Claude Coates, the wallpaper print that everybody loves. The original attraction in Disneyland cost about $7 million, and in today's standards, that's $45 million. That's a lot of money back then. It's a lot of money right now, $45 million. Mm -hmm. So the building that actually holds the original Haunted Mansion in Disneyland was actually built in 63, but was actually remained empty until 1969. Originally, the ride was delayed due to Disney's involvement in the 64 to 65 World's Fair. And then when Walt passed away in 66, it was redesigned into the ride we have today. So inside the stretching room, there are gargoyles around the room that hold candles. If you stay behind and let everyone leave ahead of you and listen, you can hear them whispering for you to get out. I never knew that. I never knew that I either. I never knew that. Everybody tries to be the first one out of the room. Yeah, you're, you're rushing to get on the ride. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And for the ballroom scene, if you're on the Disneyland attraction, the organ actually was once on the Nautilus. It's the same organ used in the film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. As we know, Disney is always repurposing their items and the film organ was modified for the attraction. And of course, the organ and all the other attractions are replicas. Both American Haunted Mansion attractions feature a pet cemetery. But the one in Walt Disney World holds a little Easter egg to, that pays homage to Mr. Toad, which is really cool. I yeah, made Marsh yeah. watch Mr. Toad yeah, over the weekend. What do you think of it? Uh, he didn't really. But he's like, the ride makes sense now. That's the yeah, one thing he said. I'm like, duh. <laughs> uh. So in the queue for the Haunted Mansion, you'll notice several tombstones with fun epithets on them. If you pay attention to the names, they are named after different Imagineers that worked on the ride. They'll just read like one of some of the more famous um, Imagineers. Francis Xavier, where it says Requiscad, Franny's Xavier, not time off for good behavior. Everybody knows Francis Xavier is best known as Existencio. 
and he was an animator at Disney before joining Wed to work on attractions like Pirates of the Caribbean and Hoda Mansion. And the voice begging to be let out of the coffin in a conservatory is also him. And he co-wrote Grim Grinning Ghosts with Buddy Baker. Leota Tombs Thomas. Dear sweet Leota, beloved by all in regions beyond now having a ball. We just talked about her earlier. Mm -hmm. Some other interesting facts. Um, at Disneyland's Haunted Mansion in 1974, a guest brought a gun unbeknownst to cast members into the attraction. He fired several rounds inside the attraction's ball ballroom seems striking the glass since the glass was super expensive to replace and super expensive and time consuming to replace the roof of the traction would actually have to be taken off to replace those glass panes the whole thing would it, it just would have cost too much money and taken too much time that they actually it's still in the attraction to this day yeah we saw it when we were there last mm -hmm. And some spiderweb stickers were placed over some of the damage, but you can still see like where the bullet is. So everybody knows about the rumor with the cursed wedding ring. So after a turnstile was removed at Walt Disney World, fans theorized that the metal left behind in the pavement resembled an engagement ring. It even became a popular location for Disney proposals. When Disney redid the queue, they paved it over, and Disney decided to add an official ring to, that you can look for. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know, the three hitchhiking ghost names are Ezra, the tall one with the hat, Gus is the yeah. one with the ball and chain, and Phineas is the one with the carpet back. So we mentioned before that Thurold Ravencroft was one of the um, busts in the, in the group, but the other two are, are Jay Mayer and Vern Rowe, Bob Ebright, and Chuck Schroeder. Yep, those are the Melomen. Yes, the Melomen. Those are the actual names. But I think we mentioned Thorough Ravencroft as one of them early yeah. on. Because I remember saying they're great. <laughs> <laughs> reply, reply, all forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have anything that we missed that's trivia or not necessarily trivia for the Haunted Mansion? Please let us know in our Facebook group. You can find us there. And Tim has the recipe this week. So take it away, Tim. So normally this time of year is when Adam and I are normally in one of the Disney parks. So today popped up on my memories for Disneyland back in 2015. And for breakfast, I had the pumpkin twists from Disneyland California Adventures. So I figured what better time to do this recipe than today. So this recipe makes six. And you're gonna need a third a cup of brown sugar, a third a cup of granulated sugar, one teaspoon plus one tablespoon of pumpkin pie spice divided, one tablespoon of instant pe pectin, one cup of pumpkin puree, three 17.3 ounce boxes of frozen puff pastry thawed, which is equal to six sheets, one egg, one tablespoon of milk, and a half a cup of sanding sugar. What's sanding sugar? It's the really coarse grain sugar that you use to put on, like, um, top of cakes and stuff like that. Okay. So combine the brown sugar, granulated sugar, one teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice, and instant pectin in a medium bowl. Stir until pumpkin puree is well combined. Refrigerate until ready to use. Place one sheet of puff pastry onto a lightly floured, movable flat surface, such as a lightweight cutting board. 
lightly dust surface of pastry with flour and roll lightly just to smooth creases. Spread with one third cup of pumpkin mixture, stopping one quarter inch from edges. Roll a second sheet of puff pastry on a lightly floured surface to smooth creases and place on top of first sheet and press down gently. Repeat the process two more times with remaining pastry sheets and remaining filling and refrigerate filled pastry for 15 minutes. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Line a baking sheet with parchment paper or a non-stick silicone mat. Working with one filled pastry at a time, cut into one and a half inch strips. Place strips on baking sheet spacing about one half inch apart. Carefully lift strips and twist each three times before laying down. And a little note to leave the remaining filled pastry in the refrigerator until ready to bake. Mix together coarse sugar and remaining one tablespoon of pumpkin spice. Beat the egg and milk together in a small bowl and using a pastry brush, brush each twist with egg wash and evenly sprinkle with coarse sugar mixture. Bake for 22 to 24 minutes or until puff and golden brown. Cool on a baking sheet for five minutes and transfer to a wire rack to cool completely. And repeat the process two more times, cutting and baking one remaining filled pastry at a time. I wonder why you have to bake them one at a time. Probably because they're long and not enough room. Mm. I know they used to sell strawberry ones of this, but I couldn't find them. They only had the pumpkin ones, and I wanted a strawberry one. But... I love the pumpkin spice. The pumpkin one was so good, though. Was it sweet or more savory? More savory. More savory. It's pumpkin spice. And it, it, um, here's a note if you want to make your pumpkin pie spice at home, if you can't find it. Two tablespoons of ground cinnamon, two teaspoons ground nutmeg, two teaspoons ground ginger, and a teaspoon of ground allspice. I'm making the Disneyland cupcakes for our anniversary next week. It's a really good recipe. Maybe I'll do that recipe next week. It's really good. There you go. And we're going to be out on the 11th. So you have your ADRs? Yes. Yes. So it's Enzo's Hideaway, Wineboard George, La Hacienda, um, Skipper's Cantina, Topolino, Paddlefish, Morimoto's, Tuto Italia. You're going to Tuto? Yes. Let me know how Paddlefish is. I've always wondered about that place. Paddlefish, everybody who's eaten there said it's amazing. But... Tim's going? They must have steak. Yes, <laughs> they do. Every, Every restaurant has steak. I heard Topolino's is really good too, but it's expensive, obviously. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So that's going to do it for us for this week. Again, enjoy. I hope your Halloween spirits aren't too dampened this year and you get out and have some fun. And we look forward to chatting with you all next week. Y'all have a good night. Bye.
tree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes. To socialize.